0: Just. Hey, everybody, welcome back to Negro Please Radio. I'm your host, Chris Allen, And as usual, off the top, I want to take the time out to thank each and every last one of you for tuning in, downloading, streaming, however you take my podcast. I appreciate it. Welcome back, everybody. Uh, man, uh, I got to say I really enjoy doing this podcast a day early. I don't got to get up and rush through. I can chill, take my time. And uh that's what I'm doing man. It's a it's a beautiful Tuesday. I just took a walk. Now I'm just relaxing man. I wrote my podcast episode this morning. And look, I'm wearing this awful ass uh South Pole hoodie. I'm always talking shit about South Pole because I just I just think it's one of the it's one of the worst brands <laughs> of all time. One of the worst brands of all time. It's just you just saw a certain type of person and you still see a certain type of person wearing salt pole. If you see someone wearing salt pole today, they cannot be trusted. Just like in the early 2000s, they could not be trusted. But now it being 2023, they definitely cannot be trusted. I mean, this is just, this is an awful, awful brand. Uh, <laughs> I think my aunt bought this for me for Christmas in like 2004. Uh, When I was wearing shit Super super big That seems to be coming back So you know what This might be vintage So I might have to I might have to hold off On all this uh, This uh, South Pole hate Because you never know It might come back And be the brand I might be able to sell this To somebody For a couple thousand dollars So You know what I I feel like Well also I'm way off topic here But see that's why I like doing this shit On the Tuesday Because I can just talk about Bullshit I feel like stuff is so trendy now that I don't, I just don't see a lot of this shit coming back. It's just way too many straps and buckles and pockets. And it's just, yeah, I just, it's just too specific. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. Cause like baggy shit kind of coming back, uh, but it doesn't look the same. So maybe I'm wrong maybe i'm wrong i've been watching a lot of martin and uh it's i really like seeing uh the style on martin man it's it's funny because it's one of those it's one of the first shows where like you at least for me i watched it as a kid and everything was fashion forward you know like the club everything was just looked dope everything just looked so fresh so new uh, all the HBCU stuff. I mean, just everything he had on was just the latest. It was the dopest shit. It was the freshest clothes. And over the years, just watching it get dated. Like, I would say if, if I watched Martin and like, uh, like if I watched Martin in like 2008, I would go, damn, look how old the clothes look. But now that like that 90s look is kind of coming back, it looks really cool again. Like same with uh was Sopranos I know that's a, that's a hard turn But I would make fun of like the lapels On the suits and shit But like some of that shit's kind of coming back Even Tony's clothes Like that dad core shit People looking like dads that's, that's something that kills me You see like college kids walking around With these dad jeans And the awful polo shirt I'm like why, why are you dressed like A 37 year old man at a JV basketball game But that's cool wearing only members jackets and shit it's just just wild shit man um i'm way off track but again that's why i like doing this shit early because i could just go off on a tangent but i'm wearing the south pole hoodie i forgot that i had it i was looking for something in one of my other closets when i saw this and i was like i'm always talking shit about south pole and people who wear south pole so guess what i'm gonna wear south pole so here i am in my south pole I like saying it a lot too, as you can tell. All right, let me just jump in. So again, thank you so much for tuning in to my podcast, watching it. I don't know what to say. Glad to be glad that y'all here. Tell a friend, tell an enemy, tell a coworker, tell somebody about my podcast. Um, I'm gonna just start with my milestone as I usually do. For those who don't know, we have a ten year old son, his name is Miles, and I like to talk about the different things that he's into. Sometimes it's big, sometimes it's small, sometimes it's nothing. And uh I've been Watching him play Bed wars uh I mentioned it uh, maybe a week ago a couple of weeks weekends ago weeks ago that uh I started watching him play and um it it really is amazing <laughs> watching my son play i mean he's really really good and uh it's i gotta say it's it's undenia he's undeniably great at that game now I don't know the skill level of all these other people, but just watching him just 3v1 people is just it's pretty funny he 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 talks a lot of shit i mean he he just runs circles around people and it is it's really really fun to see how he acts when he's good at something and when he's confident and i will say he's been doing really really well lately uh his confidence has been through the roof he's been winning these games he's been playing with his friends more and uh i think what really what's really taking him over the edge or over the top, whatever you want to say, is uh, him and a friend have been working on this game together, uh, kind of. And uh, you know how kids are. And so his friend makes this game, and his friend wants him to make some changes to it. So he's remastering the game because he's seen these uh, remastered versions of games. So now, like, that's what he wants to do. And he even told me, he goes, Daddy, it feels really good to like accomplish something and to be a part of like this team and we're we're working on this this goal of uh making this game and uh i told him that before i go yeah man it it feels good when we get something accomplished when we finish something when we accomplish a goal it it makes us feel good and i think that uh he's really starting to to see that and he's starting to want he's starting to want to do uh more things because he's chasing that 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 feeling of accomplishment so uh it's been it's been a it's been a good time for for him uh in that department, but you know it's a lot of ups and downs with kids but i I'm very very proud of a man and uh what he i think what he really really likes about this shit is I'm pretty sure a lot of y'all who listen are gamers or you know about gaming, but if you don't now a big thing in the in the community is well you know for any 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 community exclusivity is like big and in the gaming community being a play tester or being invited to like close betas uh early access to games so you can put them on your channel and re- review them first that's big in the community so like him having access to his friend's game and he's saying that he's testing and this is beta like it makes him feel like he's a real youtuber it makes him feel like he's a real gamer and uh it's just uh it's it's um it's good to see and I don't want to make shit about me, but my wife has told me, my therapist has told me we all kind of know how like um, our attitudes and all that can be contagious. And while I have not been perfect, I never am. I, I feel like my confidence has been uh, a lot higher lately and I think maybe it's rubbing off on him. You know, cause I, I know for a fact, if I have anxiety, if I'm nervous, if I'm worked up, if I'm wound up, he can tell. And then he's nervous. He's wound up, you know, his, I can see his anxiety ramping up. So why would it not work the other way? If I'm in a good mood, if I'm out trying new things, if, if I'm out here being positive, if I feel like I'm out here accomplishing things, why can't that feeling also rub off on him? So, uh, so maybe maybe uh, maybe it. I don't know. I don't want to give myself too much credit, but I, I can't say uh, being positive and feeling like I've been accomplishing things lately, and letting him know how I feel and how I carry myself. You know, but maybe it is rubbing off. So, but either way, you know he's uh, he, he's in a good he's in a good space. Uh, Oh, real quick too. He went to the doctor the other day and my wife told me how he was able to advocate for himself, you know, letting the doctor uh, know how he felt, you know, uh, before and after his medications and uh, how, how he feels when it, um, when it wears off and, and how he, um, he, he told her he feels like he needs to be, uh, overstimulated to focus. He needs to have two or three things going on to be focused. And the fact that he knows that about himself and he's able to um, convey that to his doctor, I, I think that's great. I feel like we're on the, on the right path, and I really got to give my wife a lot of credit uh, on that. So um, I'm just really proud of him, you know, uh, going to middle school next year, man, and just uh, – he he is not my little boy anymore, man. He He is – He's his own little person man and uh I just enjoy being his dad man and just trying to be there for him and make sure I'm giving him everything I can to make him a successful um functioning healthy member of society. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I can do. That's all I can do. Um yeah, happy Black History Month. This is it. This is our month. I'm 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 uh excited as always to let people know about the history black history in america so you know i don't i try not to like I, I don't I don't post a fact every day but if i catch people during this month saying ignorant shit i will pull up you know some american history to let them know uh yeah if you knew this you probably wouldn't be saying this type of ignorant shit you probably wouldn't um Look, man, I I love our country, man. Uh, it's the only country that I know. But uh, we, it's at some point, man, you, you gotta face the fact that uh, we have a, a sketchy, fucked up history. It is what it is, and it's it's so funny to me whenever people uh, want to quote black on black crime stats or what this what this black person did back in the day or black people did. It's the stats, it's history. It can't be racist. But when the shoes on the other foot. All of a sudden, you know, it's a problem. It's a problem to to, to hear uh, about the disgusting parts of our history. I, I I can't tell you how many times that happened throughout my military career, where I would go, "Hey man, they used to do X, Y, and Z to black people. Man, they never did that shit." Okay, let's pull it up. Oh man, I didn't know they did that. It's like, yeah, this is one of many things that you didn't know that they did that they don't teach you. And that's how I feel about 90% of these people. It's like you wouldn't even try to make any of these points. You wouldn't try to, to, to defend any of these uh, historical figures if you really knew what happened. And the thing is, if you would stop defending it, you wouldn't feel like you were being blamed. You insert yourself into the situation. You feel like you have to defend every every forefather or every white dude back in the day who owned slaves and you don't know the, back then. It was, it's just like, if you had nothing to do with it, don't defend these people. They're dead. They were shitty people. They were shitty people. Now, does, does that mean that this that guy wasn't nice to his daughter <laughs> or good to his son? Nobody's saying that. But if you own slaves, you're a shitty person. That doesn't mean you weren't nice on a day-to-day basis to people that you loved, but to a certain group of people, you treated them like property. So both things can be true at the same time. Just got to face the facts, man. Our forefathers weren't the best people. And there's no way in the world if the shoe was on the other foot we will be allowed to glorify these people. Look at Nat Turner. How how was Nat Turner not one of the most American stories? He was oppressed. He fought back. He killed his oppressors. How was that? How was that? How was that not American? He started a revolution of people who was oppressing him. They wanted freedom. Is not America all about freedom? But no, the people he killed looked like the majority of this country. Therefore, this man is infamous and not famous. But you can't get more Indian American than that. Am I right? <laughs> of course I'm right. Yeah. See, I, see, I don't, don't want to fucking hear about Nat Turner. I had a coworker get mad at me, but, but he killed innocent people. And I told him straight up, I go, yeah, I don't want to hear that shit. You can't tell me as a black person that I'm, I'm supposed to feel bad for an innocent white person back in the day when you're talking about enslaved black people i tell them, "I go, I, I can't man i i can't feel bad for those people you're telling you're telling me to put <laughs> those people's feelings over the people that look like me come on man that's not how this shit works i'm not gonna do that shit in my book that turns a hero one of the one of the most American heroes. And I and I can, I know that makes certain people feel weird. I'm sure some people are gonna turn this shit off from this. But hey, it is what it is. It's history. A motherfucker was a revolutionary and I think he should be celebrated. Now uh speaking of black history, um oh you know what? Actually, no. I I I'll get to that. But I got I got a, this. All right. This is gonna be a hard switch. No, you know what? I'm gonna stay in this vein. So I was in D.C. this weekend, and then I'll get to the rest of the story because this goes along with it. I was in D.C. this weekend. Um, damn, it's really making me switch up how I want to tell the story. But it doesn't matter. So Saturday, I get up, and I'm I, I just like the the night before. Look, my show was uh, it was lightly attended. It was fun. But I really didn't have that feeling after I got off stage from that show, like I had just did a show. Like a lot of shows, I just feel like I just been in a fight. I just my my blood's pumping. You know, I just I just I'm kind of hyped up and shit. I didn't feel that way. I got that from the set after at Hotbed. So I get up Saturday and I'm just kind of re- reflecting uh, uh, about the night before, and I told myself that Friday when I woke up, I go, Hey, no matter what, no matter how many people are there how many people show up you're gonna show out you're gonna have a great time and uh yeah just just hearing that the ticket sales were light they ended up canceling my late show on friday it just was a little uh it was it was embarrassing it it, it hurt it was stung all that kind of stuff so that's why i'm kind of walking around saturday morning just to kind of like get inspired to like stop beating myself up about it but just just I'm at least processing it and I'm just taking in all the architecture and everything. Cause I, I, I absolutely love DC. I love DC. And I end up walking, walking to the African-American museum. Right. And uh, so I'm looking at the building. It's, a, it's, it's supposed to be, you know, represent a slave ship and how we came out the ground and all this, you know, how we came out the, uh, the, the belly of the, the slave ship and stuff. And we into the light and it's just a beautifully, uh, constructed, it's a beautiful architecture it's it's a beautiful building so I'm standing there, I'm looking at the African American History Museum and I look over to my right and this is so on brand I look over to my right and I just see the George Washington Monument, it's right across the street, and I'm like how is this one, I go why, how did this happen I'm, and I'm sure people have talked about it but it's so on brand for America. Here you have the African-American museum, everything that black people cherish, everything that we uh, we love, that we care about, our rich history is in there, all the oppression, everything we've been through, all of our achievements, every just everything we hold cherish, cherish is in that building, everything. And then right across the street, you have a president, not even a president, the first president, a slave owning president, towering over this museum it's like this is so on brand for america african-american history with a slave-owning president standing right there watching over like an overseer just standing there watching and i'm like we can't have shit they always have to be standing over us watching us to see what we are doing ain't that crazy to have a slave owning president's monument towering over the African American history museum. That's wild. But when you think about it, they couldn't have it any other way. They just have to keep an eye, <laughs> have to keep an eye. I got a, I, I took a video. I need to, I need to post a video, but I, I I've been there before, but I never realized that uh, I tried to get in there, but I had to pick a time and I, uh, I couldn't make it. I couldn't make it inside, and then somebody told me like, "Oh, veterans can always get in." I didn't know that, so I, next time I'm up there, I gotta go. I, I have been before, and if you haven't go, if haven't gone, definitely go. It's a it's a uh, wonderful museum. Uh, the last time I went, uh, it was just great to see uh, so many different people in there. Of course, we were in there heavy, but I will say it's nice to see that you have white people taking their kids. To show them the history of this country. That's And that's, that's something that we ask y'all to do. Nobody's telling you to put a motherfucking Black Lives Matter sign on your front door. Nobody's telling you to kiss anybody's ass. Nobody's telling you to get out the way for black people. None of that shit. We're just telling, teaching, we, we're just asking you to teach your kids the history of what we've been through in this country. And it's nice to see that there are people who are doing that and they don't get offended by it. They go, Hey, this is how this group of people were treated in this country. And that's why we need to be sensitive to certain things. It's it's really that simple. You're just educating your kid on the history of this country. That's it. So if you haven't been, go check it out. All right. So, like I said, um, I was in the great city of Washington, D.C. Is it a city? It's a city. I was in, in Washington, D.C. this weekend. I was headlining the cellar room at the loft. It uh, It was. It was. I had a great time. I had my boy Spark T- Tabor come out. He was emceeing. Uh, I know Spark from, from Ohio. He was a Cincinnati comic when I was a Dayton comic. And in those years, I think he's moved to Chicago for a while. Now he and his wife live in Philly. He hit me up a while ago like, hey, man, I'm pretty close. If you can ever get me on anything, hit me up. So here's an opportunity. I hit up Spark. Got him MCing. Uh, Next up is uh, Dom Grayer. He's my feature. Uh, I love Dom, man. He's one of those guys in the scene I've been watching uh, perform since uh, he came on the scene. And just to watch somebody somebody like him, just to watch, to, to see the growth. It's, it's been amazing man it, it's just like just watching all these young dudes get so good and so funny i was like i, I gotta put him on my show and uh, he did so well and uh my boy good news chris cardwell uh he came from rochester he's a very new comic like a year in super excited i love having him around man it's, he's just a ball of of positive energy he's so hungry I mean, he flew from New York to D.C. to do spots on all the shows. And here's the thing, man. I get that. I understand that. I've done that. And I still do that at times when I feel like it's something that's worth it to me. But some people they go, I would never go away out there to do that. I will. If I feel like it's something that's worth it for me in my career, I'm going to do it. And that's why I respect that. And it was great watching him just perform all weekend, ask a lot of questions, make changes to a set. And each set just got better and better and uh it's just, it was it was fun it was it was it was a lot of fun so uh i drive up friday uh i metro in check into the hotel meet up with, with good news You get to the club and uh the first like i said the first show was like only like 10 11 people there in a room that seats about 50 55 and before the first show starts the booker's like hey man we had to cancel the late show no tickets that shit fucking hurt it stung, it sucked, but I had to tell myself, "Hey man, this is your journey. You don't have a fan base. No one knows who the fuck you are. This is what you this is what you're doing. You're build, you're building." So, that night I just sucked it up, got on stage, and I had a lot of fun. It it, it was it was fun. But I, I just didn't feel like I was in that fight like I said earlier, man. And uh we hang out there for a little bit. Uh we go upstairs and watch Damon Williams perform. Packed room up there. Everybody's killing. I introduced them to another, a few other local comics. Uh, then we head over to Hotbed because I'm on the, the late show, the 1130 show. So uh, we made it over there just in time for the good news to catch the end of the uh, late paid show. And my boy Lafayette was up killing. And I've said this before, but Hotbed is it's a special, special place. That is a hot, hot room. It's a dope club. The energy there. It's a vibe it's uh it's the lighting there is insane it's just it's just a dope ass comedy venue it's mixed crowds they're young they're older it's just it's just so much fun it's a great place for comedy i absolutely love it and he loses his mind he's like i can't wait till i get to perform here unfortunately i couldn't get him on there but uh i was on the late eleven thirty show And look, the early, the late paid show was packed. But by the time the 1130 kicked off, that's a free show. So a lot of that show was very, very diverse and it got packed. It was standing room only. You could, I could barely even get to in the back to try to even to set up my camera. I mean, just the back wall, the side was filled. This side wall was filled and just the energy is just, it's just, you can feel it. You can, it's just, uh, it's a, it's a dope fucking room. It's great. I go up. I have a hot one. uh, And we we kick it there for a little while. Introduce them to some more comics. And we go home for the night. And I already told you about Saturday. I got up. Went to the African American Museum. Walked around. Had that whole experience. Um, And then uh, Saturday, the booker hits me up. Hey, man, the ticket sales are looking a lot better. Damon sold sold out upstairs, which means... You might get some runoff, so I might have got some runoff from the upstairs show. I'll take what I can get. Uh, I don't care. <laughs> but both shows, the first show was about, I want to say 35 to 40 people, so that was almost sold out in the last show. There were about 20 people or so, so uh, almost half, but not halfway filled. So, yeah. Uh, definitely a hit to the ego man but saturday shows were absolutely fantastic i had so much fun and also oh Alyssa viscami came out she hit me up uh, early last week and was like hey can i do a guest spot i told her to come out saturday do a late spot the late come out and do a spot on the late show she came out she had a hot set uh she really really closed strong and i know that might for some people that's like that's weird to say that she closed strong she had a good set but she ended that shit how you supposed to where you're like, God damn, that was good. Well you don't even think about the other ship in the set. You just know that motherfucker closed strong. That's exactly what she did. So uh very, very proud to see that she came out, delivered. Um Yeah, it just uh it it was it was a it was a fun weekend, man. It was a fun, fun weekend. Uh I just wanna thank Mike B. I wanna thank the staff at the D C uh Comedy Law for having me. I definitely would like to go back sometime later this year. I learned a lot, uh, and uh, when I go back, I know it'll be a lot more fun. It was fun this weekend, but it's just going to get better and better. Oh, and, and before I get out of here, I do want to say this shit. You know what annoys me? <laughs> Look, I love sci-fi. I love space travel shit. I love all that kind of stuff. But one thing that really, really bothers me about these space movies, man, or shows, is whenever in the beginning where they start off like this, where like the whole ship is in cryo sleep, and all of a sudden there's an emergency. There's a breach, they and everybody's got to get up and get on the ship, get to the air. I hate. We've seen it a thousand times, but what I hate is when people get woken up out of cryo sleep, and they just remember all the access codes. They remember everything that they need to know. It's just like for real. Like if that was me, I would go first of all. You need to back up because we've been asleep for three years. Your breath smell like shit. Two, where the fuck are we? Three, who the fuck are you? What is going on? Can I use a bathroom? But I mean people they're just getting up, running around, just boop, 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 boop. They're putting commands on the computer. I'm like if somebody woke me up and asked me my phone number, it would take me twenty minutes. Just to remember. But these people wake out of a three year old cryo sleep, no bathroom, remember everything I hate that shit. I turn it off. I try to watch some show called the Ark. I turn it off. I was like, I I can't, I can't take it. And look, I know it's supposed to be, it's not real, but God damn it. Just at at least get the sleet out of your eye or something. Y'all wake up and just, yeah, you're ready to go. (laughs) It it bothers me. I know y'all like, what the fuck? you It bothers me. It bothers me. They're they're too alert. Unless, unless before they wake you up, it's like a, uh, it's like some sequential thing where they shoot nutrients into your body if you if your bladder's full. They there's a catheter. I mean, I I need to know this type of shit. I have to know, I have to know. I'm really into that shit. Now, I'm gonna get out on this. I gotta get out of here, man. I gotta go, people. I gotta go to the grocery store. I gotta pick myself up. But I thought about this i love these these space shows i think about the future a lot like what's our society going to look like if and when we become a space-faring people it's crazy to think that there's going to be generations of people who have never really been outside like they grew up on a ship they never seen a tree or grass or fucking squirrel Never seen like a real natural body of water. Never had the the sun hit the skin. Because a lot of times I'm like, man, the future is going to be dope. We're going to be able to go to Mars and all these planets and space travel and light year, light speed and all this shit. But to never be able to go outside to go for a walk. You know, that'd be crazy. So I, I've asked myself, I, would that shit really be worth it? Is it really that dope? wouldn't it really be that dope to be literally a billion miles into space and just, you you can't leave. And that's when I, cause for a long time, I always said I, I, I could be an astronaut. I would love to be an astro, astronaut. I couldn't do that shit, man. Like I, I got this whole house to myself for like six hours a day and I can't even stay in here. So there's, there's no way I could sit on a ship for months. And go to another planet or another galaxy or some shit. So that, that's something I learned about myself. I had to admit it as much as I, I, I love the idea of me being that guy. That shit ain't happening. Now I'll go up there, <laughs> but I need to come right back. I, I thought, I thought I would be a guy that could go to Mars. I, I love the idea of it. The idea of stepping out on another planet. I mean, it, it, That's got to be a, that would, that has to be an exhilarating feeling, but I got to admit, I I don't have the mental capacity to stay inside of a spaceship for months. I don't. And it hit, it hurt. I I can't be an astronaut. Not that I'm too stupid. I can't stay inside. (laughs) Well, all right, y'all. There's a show. That's a show. Uh, Make sure you guys are following me on all things. Social media at Chris Allen comedy. Uh, and yeah, that's it. I'm out. Peace.